Hi, everybody. Welcome to EdTech Tips in 10, CETA Sessions. I'm your host, Mitchell. Welcome to the podcast. And we're here today with Charles Monroe, lecturer in journalism and mass communications. I've worked with Charles for a few semesters here um, while I've been a CETA, and we've uh, undergone a handful of projects together. So it's really great to have you on the, the show today. And as we ask all of our guests, could you please share a fun fact about yourself so they could get to know you? Okay, Mitch. Well, I'm going to give you three, okay? Can I give you three instead of just one? Of course. I, I had at least 45 seconds to think about this. Number one, <laughs> number one, I once had to run from a water buffalo. Number two, I actually broadcast a game on the radio at Dodger Stadium, a Dodger game on Dodger Stadium. I like to tell my sports class about that. And number three, I had a pediatrician look at my foot and say, your second toe is so long, you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these uh, these fun facts are getting uh, pretty good this season. So uh, those that's certainly uh, topping off the list there. So uh, <laughs> it really is uh, great to have you on today to talk about Perceptive here, um, a tool that we've, uh, again, worked on for a couple semesters now. And so for those who haven't heard of Perceptive or used it before, could you just give a general description of what it does? Sure. It's a very useful tool if you use peer review in your classes. And I do. In fact, I'm a very big proponent of um, student-initiated learning uh, that I take a lot of work from students, have them, I, I, I assign students a lot, and I then have them uh, share their results with each other and feedback to each other so that they're hearing not only my comments, but they're hearing from other students. Now, the problem with it, and here's where perceptive comes in. The problem with that is that that generally, it works okay, but students are a little shy, a little reticent to give true criticism in a peer review. They're reticent to say anything bad because they're afraid that, you know, that that is uh, that's going to cost them a friendship. Um, mm -hmm. So what Perceptive does is it, it's kinds of it, it kind of anonymizes the whole thing so that when a student reviews another student's work, that student isn't seen by the other student. At, but in fact, that student is reviewed by the student whose work has been done. So the incentive is that if I ask, if I give an assignment and part of the assignment is that you've got to submit your work for peer review, I put it into percept, uh, perceptive and um, it comes back, but it also comes back in a way that is um, robust because the students suffer they're in their own grade if it, if it isn't robust if it's just yeah that's very good or oh, i really like that it's not that's not a sufficient peer review so it is um it has also saved me a lot of time because it uh, it allows me to see a final piece of work after having been reviewed and a lot of the stuff that i would have to sort through when i do my final grading has already been done 
So the students have already done that for me. So I, I find it a very, very useful, very useful tool. Yeah, yeah. And that does cover a lot of considerations that instructors who reach out to us about peer review have questions about the capabilities of peer review um, built into ICON alone or um, any tools that have some of these capabilities. So that's uh, really interesting to hear. And in your courses, um, have you typically used Peerceptive for like traditional papers or more so like multimedia projects? Um, like what is the specific type of assignment that you've tried it out with? Yeah, at the moment, uh, what I have done with Perceptive is uh, with a class assignment. I have a large class, um, well, large, to me, large 45 students. And I asked them during the course of the semester, I asked them to do a case study. They have to put together a fairly substantial case study, maybe 3,000 words or so. Um, and when you when you give students an assignment like that, um, they tend to do it the last night. They tend to do it the night before. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I tell them they can't do that. What's going to happen is there's a this uh, the, the assignment goes through first a peer review. You're going to actually have to do a draft to be reviewed anonymously by your classmates. And it has to be done enough, finished enough so that they can actually review it. Then they do the review. I get the reviews back, and that's then when they have to. They get they get the reviews back. Sorry, and that's then when they have they turn in the final assignment. So they're helped in the process by having this. But more importantly, it enforces a kind of discipline that you've got to have. You've got to have the thing down on paper well before the deadline because um, you're going to get a review, and then you're given the opportunity to make revisions after the review but it has to be like it's impossible virtually impossible to do it the night before mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this concept or idea of sort of back reviewing and giving students feedback on the reviews that they're giving sort of as a meta a meta peer review have you had success in doing this in other other technologies or formats, or is that where Perceptive also uh, sort of shines? Yeah, Perceptive, uh, I, honestly, Mitch, it's like the tool found me. <laughs> I was working <laughs> with one of your colleagues some time ago, and I said, you know, I really like poll tricks. I think it gives students an opportunity to put down comments and so forth, but I, I can't um, trust the robustness of those comments or the helpfulness of those comments because, again, students feel a little intimidated by it or feeling feeling as though they can't say, uh, however honest, can't say things that would be perceived as bad. Um, and so one day, uh, the, this particular seat that I was working with said, "Hey, we've got this. We've got this tool, and in this tool, you the reviewer gets reviewed." Mm -hmm. And that and that also figures in the grade. Perceptive has a way of calculating that mathematically so that that figures inside the grade. I can determine what percentage of the grade I give to the peer review and how much I give to my to 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 me for review. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, that was what really sold me on it, because besides the fact that it enforced a kind of deadline in the process, it also enforced a kind of honesty in the process. And frankly, I think students learn from peer reviews. I think mm -hmm. students, uh, as I read through them, 
I, I find students finding things in other students' work that's really perceptive. I mean, mm -hmm. they really find things that are important mm -hmm. with, their, with their peers. Um, and as I say, the nice thing is those things get dealt with before the final version comes to me. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a great um, overview of the advantages of perceptive versus some of those other tools. And as someone is listening to this and they think this tool sounds really great and they want to try it out in their class, uh, my last question today was, is there anything that you wish you knew about perceptive before trying it out? just as any tips for, for newcomers to the tool? I guess the only thing, Mitch, that I would say is uh, I, was, um, I, I was happy, I was pleased with it, I was surprised, but I have to tell you that, honestly, the setup, the settings for an assignment, um, you, you really do, I need, let me just be personal, I need help with them. Mm -hmm. I am not yet able to set up an assignment with all the stages that it goes through on my own. So you've been a great help to me. Um, I'm, anybody who knows Perceptive uh, knows it. And I think Perceptive has been pretty good about trying to simplify the process. It's much more visual and uh, it's easier to navigate, but not quite enough for me. So I still need help. So that's the one thing. The other thing is um, you do have to have an idea of what dates you want things done. There does have to be that structure mm -hmm. uh, because those things get kind of locked in and students who miss, for example, miss uh, putting a draft in for review on a certain date, miss out on the, on the peer review entirely and miss out on the grade for it. So it's really important that you stress to students that you can't miss the deadline. Mm -hmm. um, if you miss the deadline, bad things happen. Um, I think those two things, but I've been happy about, uh, I, and I think the students have been happy about seeing uh, what their peers are saying. I think they've been understanding about when their grades are down a little bit because there was a certain something they didn't include in the peer review, or they just weren't organized enough to have all of the parts of the assignment in the peer review, which had an effect on the grade. So mm -hmm. I, I would say overall, I'm, I'm going to stick with peer review. If it gets a little bit easier to navigate, I won't be bugging you, Mitch, every time I do it. <laughs> but I'm on target to at least have one peer review assignment in each of my courses. Yeah, yeah. And um, I really think you've done a great job of, of talking about these uh, pros and cons of Peerceptive. And from my experiences um, helping set those up, I can really say that um, it seems like the students do get a good amount of, of learning out of these activities. And so I, I just appreciate sort of talking through that. And, um, and so, yeah, I would like to thank you again for, for being on the show today. It's always great when we get to meet. And do you have any last words uh, about Peerceptive before we uh, wrap it up today? No, just looking forward to seeing you again. Let's book a date for the next project next semester. <laughs> soon as we can. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, thank you all for listening and see you all in episode 23. If you ever want to book a consult with one of us, the CETAs, we encourage you to send an email to CETA, that's S-I-T-A, at uiowa.edu, and one of us will get back to you. Thanks for listening.
All right. Okay. See you soon. See you soon. Bye.